The original Kingsman film is one of my favorite action films, it's got great action, characters and a fun take on the typical formula. The Golden Circle is a crude, lewd mess with none of the charm or wit of the previous film. The Kingsman is just ST. The first film was a huge hit with teens, especially boys because it featured a protagonist who was at least somewhat relatable. A young man with no privilege or skill but who was trained to be an excellent agent. The church fight has become an iconic sequence and the villain, while ludicrous, is given enough time to be threatening and interesting. The downside is the final shot which sullies the lasting impact of an otherwise excellent film. The Golden Circle realizing its popularity with teens doubled down on the lewd humor and sex jokes. It shifted the setting to America in an attempt to bring in a new audience, but it did keep the action scenes and somewhat relatable central character. The Kingsman is by far the worst Kingsman film, I would much rather watch Golden Circle over this film because the Kingsman gutted everything that made Kingsman interesting. The film opens with an action sequence, like the previous films, but not a Kingsman action sequence. This intrigued me, Vaughn could have been showing that that type of sequence is reserved purely for when the agency is formed, so I stuck with it. The Kitchener appears, and the Duke of Oxford, our central character, has a nice chat with him as they walk through a concentration camp. Kitchener is presented as a hero and his other actions aren't even mentioned. Then Oxford's wife is murdered this turns him into an overprotective father and pacifist. Then a flash forward occurs, Oxford's son is now an adult, he flies planes and wants to be a soldier but his father won't allow it. Meanwhile Rasputin is entering a lift to go up a big cliff, at the top is an angry Scottish nationalist who is manipulating events so that World War I happens. Across the world, the leaders of England, Russia and Germany all first cousins and all played by Tom Hollander are living their lives. Except that tensions are growing in Austria. So Oxford and his son are sent to protect Franz Ferdinand, I'm not really sure why. Obviously Ferdinand is murdered but not because the Black Hand are angry with the treatment of Serbia. No, it's because the Scottish nationalist wants a war. What the majority of reviews seem to have missed about this film is just how damaging this fictionalized account of history will be. As I've said previously, these films are popular with teenage boys, many of whom won't take GCSE history, and will have no idea about what was real and what was made up. The discerning adults reviewing the film are able to tell the fact from fiction and so dismiss the film as a crudely fictionalized account of World War I. But the target audience may struggle. I count myself as relatively intelligent student but had I not done my own research after watching the film I would have presumed Matahari to be a glorified prostitute, which is fundamentally untrue. I might also have assumed that Kitchener was a top guy who never did anything wrong. Historical anachronisms aside the film also fails in many other ways, namely that none of the characters are interesting. Rafe Fiennes delivers a standout performance as the Duke of Oxford but his motivations are tied to the death of his son. The film is in such a rush to throw story at us that we never actually see the relationship between the two, we know that Oxford is protective of his son Conrad but we never see them actually spend any time together. Conrad has a more meaningful relationship with Shola who gets about 10 minutes of screen time. So much time is wasted with Conrad who is flat and uninteresting, a world away from Eggsy. The fight scenes have become an iconic part of Kingsman, I come to the films for well-choreographed long-take action sequences, they are a staple of the franchise. Those fights feature color and wit even and are a unique breath of fresh air even in Golden Circle. They're also set to a perfectly chosen needle drop. When your film features Rasputin it was be safe to assume that the Boney M song would appear, that a long-take balletic dance sequence would be a given. But no. What we get is a choppy fast-cutting mess in a beige room with none of the typical flair. This is a film which laughs in the face of historical accuracy, I would have happily accepted a period inaccurate pop song. 
Had the fight scenes been retained for this entry then maybe it would have been able to stand in even the same vague ballpark as the previous two films. But as it is all of the fights are by the numbers and take place in dark drab settings. Imagine a Mission Impossible movie with none of the stunts and that's what the King's Man is. I laughed aloud twice in this film, neither time at an actual joke. The first was at the face pulled by Conrad when he died, it was so ludicrously inappropriate. And the second was in the final shot when Shola announces himself to be the first Merlin he's wearing the same costume as Mark Strong, bald head and all. When your film's post-credits sting is the appearance of Adolf Hitler, which is played with the same reverence as the reveal of Harry Styles at the end of Eternals, you know you seriously messed up.